Hi, Matthew. Hi, love. How are you? Good. Okay, we're four days in. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Missing you. Oh, I'm still, uh, sorry, I was reading Daily Mail. I guess I'll stop now. Um, you know what's kind of sad? Is that my mom texted me. She says, wow, the entertainment is so good downtown tonight. And I just thought they were over in the house. If I had known, I would have brought you. You're in front of the yogurt shop with a lot of people. And I said, and I just thought for a moment, I was like, wow, here I am in my room watching Queer Eye, eating bread. And my parents are out having a ball. Sounds like a blast. What kind of bread are you eating? I was eating sourdough with some, uh, you know, vegan provolone and cheddar. It was really good. I actually thought about it and I was feeling really bad today. You know, I was really sad. And then mm -hmm. I was like, honestly, all I needed was to eat bread and watch Queer Eye because I feel a lot better now. What were you sad about? Because you were gone like a long ways oh. away. And I was just kind of like, oh, it's the weekend. I have a lot of work to do still. And I was sad. Unless it makes it better than a little bit of Queer Eye and bread. Yeah, it was really good. I can't believe you don't watch that show. I was, like, crying. That sounds like a Micah kind of show. Yeah, it is. So a couple things in it is that Anthony, he's, like, the food guy. He really likes corgis, right? And then mm -hmm. Jonathan Van Ness, the hair guy, he really likes figure skating, like, has this really weird obsession with it. And um, they went to this one house where the dad... Like, they owned a corgi, and then the daughter was, like, into figure skating. It was a little figure skating girl. And so both of them were, like, <laughs> freaking out the whole time. <laughs> that it sounds pretty, pretty good. Funny. So what do they do? They Is it like the old show? They try to transform a straight guy into a gay guy? It's not just a straight guy, though. Oh, it used to be Queer Eye for the Straight Eye. Now it's just or Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. A bunch of queer guys and a one straight guy, something like that. Now it's just called Queer Eye, and it's just them just hanging out with people? Yeah, it's basically like they pick like a hero, they call it. So it's like someone who like spends so much time on other people or like like a reoccurring theme, I feel like, is it's like a teacher or like, I don't know, like a really dedicated firefighter. That's never been a thing. But, you know, someone who like is always like giving themselves so then doesn't spend time to like make themselves like as amazing as they are. And so then they come in and are like, you know, they make them all over, basically. But it's really, really touching. I think you would really like it. Karamo's like the culture expert. And all he really does is like make people realize like why they've been shutting themselves out or like what their fear is. Because usually if you're not taking care of yourself, there's some sort of like underlying, you know, problem going on with you. And that's why I like it. It's not just them handing you like, oh, here's some new clothes and a new hat, like new interior of your house. Try to keep it nice. It's like, what's the underlying problem of why you didn't already have all these amazing things? Because you're obviously an amazing person. And they like solve that as well. You know, it's just what, what are the underlying issues that they come up with? Well, just the well, like this last one, this dad, whose daughter's a figure skater and he owned the Corgi. Um, he was just a little bit depressed. Like he'd felt like he did all those steps he was supposed to growing up. He'd gotten like the corporate job and he'd gotten married and had this daughter and he just felt like he grew up really fast. And then when that disintegrated, he just let himself go. Oh, he's divorced. Yeah. It was crazy. His daughter would like wake up, make herself breakfast, get herself dressed for school. She's like 10. And then wake her dad up for his day of work. Jeez. That's a good kid. 
Yeah, you know what this is gonna make me realize? What? How much I talk compared you to you. Your dad. No, how much I talk compared to you on these little lines. <laughs> Why? Oh, I see. Yeah, the little the big blank space. <laughs> For like a whole line there, it was just me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> well, I asked you the questions, so yeah. can't expect. That's fun. Well, what a good show. Do they ever follow up with people? So they always do. So it's always like they do all that stuff for them and it takes place over three days. And then usually there's a big life event happening for them, like at the end of that week. And so they'll go back to their Fab Five loft and they'll like watch the person on TV, like practice all the things they just taught them. And so they'll Wait, I don't get it. They have a big life event and then they watch the guy on TV do the life event? Yeah, like say... At the end of this week, you're reuniting with your long-distance love, Micah. And they come and make over your life so that, like, when I come and meet you, they're not actually there, like, with you, like, meeting me at the airport. But there's, like, a little video guy follows you as you get ready to meet me at the airport. And you cook me oh, a wow. meal. And it's the meal that, like, Anthony taught you to me, like, make. And then Karamo taught you, like oh, like you don't express your feelings enough. Like you should tell this person that you love them. And so when you get to the airport, it shows you being like, you know, I've never known how to say this, but I love you. And then you handing me flowers and they're all like watching from their little Fab Five loft and they're like cheering you on. That's really cool. Could they do that? I mean, I already know how to make sourdough and vegan cheese, but if they could teach me something else, that'd be great. Yeah, I told you, I told you I was going to submit you before. Like, the fact that you're, like, beds on the ground, but you don't really, no offense, you don't really do a lot for, like, the community. It'd be kind of a hard sell. You need to be more, like, but they've done what one. What more am I supposed to do? You should Google. I pay my taxes. They've done one where they help a guy, like, propose to his girlfriend. Like, he'd been dating her for, like, a long time, and he was just, like, not as confident. And they did this whole thing where they made, like, a little movie that they always go to the movies together. And it, like, appeared on the screen before her. And then he, like, came out from around the corner. It was really cute. That's crazy. He proposed at the Dollar Theater? No. He proposed at an outdoor theater. It was a little nicer. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, some people have all the resources. Yeah. You should watch that, though. That YouTube clip. What was, what was this guy's life event? Uh, I don't know. That was like two seasons ago. I can't really remember. I think it was just that he's just a straight guy neglecting himself. But I'm saying nowadays that they're like a lot more popular. I feel like it's harder to get on. Like you can't just be like a guy with no story. Like one of the guys was in a wheelchair. Like, you know, you have to have like. Okay. I can get a story. What are some common themes? Just like. Like do stuff for the community or just be in hard hardship um kind of both it's usually like you do so much for the community that it's put you into hardship that's kind of mean to talk about huh why because they're like really good people they're like heroes like they're not just a story i really actually like it but okay but yeah i do want to get you on all right well i'll get on that i feel like there's plenty i could find to do enough to get a story on i'll watch a few and then i'll I'll work up an alibi. But I'd be so sad because then you'd get a whole new wardrobe and I would just be in my same clothes. You'd look super, super spiffy. That's fine. Well, then we can go shopping. You need to like grow your hair out a ton. Grow it out? You need to have a really bad haircut. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's that's already parts already. Check that box. Or do you have a bad haircut? No, you don't. Your haircut you get is like probably what they'd give you anyway. So just keep growing it out. Oh, really? Like get in a ponytail. They go to great clips too, huh? That's smart. Okay. 
Do you want to hear um, the top reasons why long-distance relationships fail? Uh, yeah, I guess. Kind of scary, but yeah, let's hear him. I feel like this is a good place to start since we're exactly five days in. I feel like we're both hitting kind of a hard point. And I can't tell if it's going to get easier because we're only five days in or if it's going to get harder because we're only five days in. Okay, let's hear it. That's number one. No, that was just my uh, talk about it. Emotional immaturity is number one. What is that supposed to mean? Uh, What is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? Just kidding. Sometimes it's not your fault that you're not yet ready for a LDR. Most young couples don't really survive. Yeah, they did that themselves. It's good, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Most couples don't really survive a long-distance relationship because of the lack of maturity to deal with the more complex and often unpredictable nature of this kind of commitment. Okay. You know what you can do about it? We can cross that, that box off as well. We are able to handle that on that level, I think. But yeah, well, how can, what, how can we improve our handling of that potential roadblock? <laughs> I feel like immediately saying that we're able to handle that uh, may make us, I don't know, unable. Less likely? Why? I don't know. Just like, you know, you got to be able to look at your own emotional maturity and evaluate it fairly, not just say like, check that box, moving on. Okay, I'm not saying moving on. I asked, what is their suggestions? Okay, you have to know yourself and be honest to yourself. Are you ready for a long distance relationship or would it be better to say goodbye? Do you think it's a kinder choice to let go and just have faith that if you really are meant for each other, fate will find a way? Question mark. Okay, I'm not good at knowing myself generally, but I know in our relationship that I think that fate will find a way to bring us together or keep us together. Wait, what do you mean? You don't think you're good at knowing yourself? In general, yeah. I'm bad at that kind of stuff. Like, they're like, oh, introduce yourself. What's three fun facts? Like, I don't know three fun facts about myself. I haven't checked in in a while. What's fun about me? Um, But that's not, wait, that's not what they mean by that. They just mean like when you make a decision or like, do you generally know like what's your, like, what I want to do in a decision. Yeah, what you want. Yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. I mean, in this case, I didn't I didn't want to be in a long-distance relationship necessarily, but it was kind of foisted upon me, and I was able to, you know, come to terms with it. Yeah, number two is high levels of insecurity. Uh, in what context? You have a lot of insecurities that are, that often, also, just disclaimer here, I just Googled, top reasons long distance relationships end. And this was the first article on Google. So I'm not really like, I don't know who this is written by. Um, Expert, the top result. If you're insecure, you lack the confidence to trust your partner that they will keep their promise and that they'll stay loyal to you simply because you're worth it. Okay. I, on that boat, I'm confident that you will not leave me or want to leave me. And I feel the same way about myself as well. I don't think I'm in the game to find somebody new or start dating somebody new or meet somebody new. What about you? I think that's good. It just says like, you can try to love yourself and try to help yourself see your true worth. Um, You have to believe that you deserve love. The others are giving to you. 
Yeah, I don't think you're gonna, I don't think you would intentionally talk to anyone else, but I think you're pretty blind when people like you. So I think that would happen like pretty much, but. It's a two way street. I mean, so if someone likes me, it doesn't mean I like them back. Yeah, but you're like a little bit lonely. It gets a little cold in the winters. You're like, <laughs> I need someone to hang out with. And then that person's being nice. And you go, oh, I can have girls that are just friends. And then bada bing, bada boom. Okay, well, I'll be on the lookout. Okay. The next one's in. If it comes up too much in the podcast of all this time I'm spending with other girls, then we'll know to worry. Well, that's the thing is you just kind of hide it. Okay. Okay, number three is impatience and negative thinking. Okay. Impatience. Impatience with the other person. Like, if you're busy uh, doing your thing, and then I'm like, oh, why would you text me back? This is crazy. We're supposed to record 20 minutes ago, and where are you? Or is it impatience just in, in life in general? What do you think? I think it's just, like, being patient for the end of the, like, long, when the long distance ends. Like, oh, you know. Okay being patient that there's like better days ahead like oh yeah it's like we have a plan and we'll be not in long distance and then negative thinking is just uh neg- like thinking negatively about like oh do i really like you know it's so hard Da-da-da. okay what are the tips for that one remember the good thing these are horrible tips all of them but uh remember all right we'll, we'll cut Sorry, that out <laughs> remember that good things come to to those who wait and to those who know how to look forward to better and happier days again believe that everything will be okay especially when it comes oh especially when it matters the most okay yeah that's pretty generic you'd say that about lots of things in life but it's always good to keep in mind i think it's kind of like the other self-help stuff even or not self-help but you know encouragement type stuff you've been reading about me yeah what are you talking about? Just in general, you know, the kind of like, you got to set goals and reach them and wait for them to happen and, you know, set plans and follow through, that kind of thing. No, my things are more about like practicing self-discipline within and making sure you're like the structure within you, not just little happy-go-lucky sentences. But anyway, the next one is fear towards change. Okay. Yeah. I guess a lot of these two are things about preparing to be in one rather than the actual, like we've already made the decision in a way, you know, it's kind of too late to back out. I guess we could, if we read these five things and we're like, wow, really failed on that quiz. Then we could recant a little bit, but Ooh, at this point, that's a good idea. We Recanting this relationship. Okay, good. <laughs> We could do a should you be in a long distance relationship quiz. Okay. Here, I'll find a couple of these too. How often should you talk in a long distance relationship? Okay, I'm going to take, will your long distance relationship work? All the tests. It's by all the tests. Okay. How long have you two been dating? A year, several years. Several years. If it's only those options. Yeah, well, no. The options were a week, several weeks, a month, several months, or a year, several years. So I said a year, several Sweet, years. several years. Oh, a year, several years. Okay. How do you contact each other? FaceTime, Skyping, voice calling, texting, you name it. Calling and texting, no camera. That's us. So I'm going to select it. We could put a camera into the mix, though, into our LDR. That's an interesting idea. Late um, night. 
voice calls. Have you seen him or her in person yet? Yeah. Check that box, yes. Oh, I thought they meant like since the five days started. And I was like, no. No, they mean like you meet on Facebook like uh, uh, what's her face? Yeah. Gypsy Rose. (laughs) Gypsy Rose, yeah. Have you seen each other in real life? Yes, a few times is the highest answer I can choose. (laughs) If not, are you planning to? Like I said, we've seen each other. Um, has your partner said I love you yet or have you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know your partner's daily schedule? Um, yeah. Yes, I know where he, she is most of the time because he, she either tells me beforehand or because I memorized his or her daily life. <laughs> yep. Memorized oh. your daily life. Oh, I memorized your daily life. You don't know what I do every day. Yeah, I do. Oh, woman of mystery. <laughs> Someone hot asks... Uh, you for your number what do you do give it to them and chat them up give it to them but remain friends before giving it to them tell them firmly i'm taken nope 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 no thanks mr or mrs stranger who suddenly asked for my number i'm good what do you do uh ask him who's asking and then say nope 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 no stranger what do you mean who's asking like who's asking like what do they want the number for to hit on you oh well no 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 stranger Good. I would probably say... You'd probably say yes because you'd be scared of confrontation. I would give it to them but remain friends. <laughs> because I would... That's honest though. We gotta be honest if, we're gonna, if all the tests is gonna give us real results. Yeah, because even that one guy back at work who like asked for my number as he was leaving the, the company, I gave it to him because I just wanted to like get out of there. Exactly, that's what I was saying. Yeah, you'd, you'd say yes just to... Yeah, but I would never, like, text them back if I wasn't already friends with them or something. Anyway, this one says, do you guys ever fight? And the first A is, never, not even once. Our relationship has been perfect so far. B is, only once, but we solved the issue. C is, we have a few times we solved issues. D is, we break up and get back together over and over. What do you think? I would say C. Yeah, I would say it's probably somewhere between. Yeah, like C and a half. C and a half. Wait, it's not like habitually, though, you know? It's not for a long time. Once a year, if you average it. <laughs> okay, once a year, if you average it, I suppose. But those I'll are like early times. You're going out to a party with your friend who is the opposite gender. What do you do? A, I'll tell my long-distance boyfriend-girlfriend, and if they don't approve, I won't go. B, I'll tell him or her, but even if they disapprove, I'll still go. C, I'll tell him or her afterward. D, why would I tell him or her? It's just a party. Matthew? A. Really? Yeah. Okay, remember that one. I put A. <laughs> like if you said, yeah, I shouldn't go because you felt weird about like the person, I'd be like, okay, I trust you. Why did you take this quiz? A, to officially see how perfect we are, heart. Because I have doubts about our relationship. Or C, bored, just bored, extremely bored. Uh, D, podcast content. Okay, I'll put bored, just bored, extremely bored. Okay, test results. Drum roll. Drum I'm roll. Nervous. You have to do a little drum roll. Uh, we'll throw it in in post. Oh, you're going to like this response. It says, um, you guys are an 
are in an almost perfect relationship. As long as you're happy and he, she is too, everything should work out. Just remember to show your love to each other. Wow. Ready for an LDR. Yeah. That's exciting. Pretty exciting. That was fun. So what were the answers we disagreed on? We should have taken it at the same time. I should have pulled it up on my browser. Thinking back yeah. in the future. I think it's still what I, yours was. I put like less strong answers on like two of them than yours. So okay. I think yours would have been the same results. Good. Well, that's exciting. That's good to know. Yeah. Good for the length of the show. Too. We'll keep it going. Um. So what's my daily schedule? Since you said you know it. What do I do every day? Tell me about it. Wake up. Uh huh. I want this to be like as if I was watching like a vlog of my daily life. Okay. So I'm going to close my eyes and I want it to be pretty detailed. Go for it. Okay. Ready? Uh huh. Hi, Micahites. So glad you guys joined me today. (laughs) Here's a a rundown of my day. Hit that like button. uh, Hit that bell to subscribe. If you love the content, you want me to keep doing more exciting vlogs. This morning, I woke up with the cutest guy in my bed. His name's Bean. And it was 6 a.m. And I got up and I slept in my running clothes because I had to get up early. You know, I got to stay active, burn those calories. I not sleep in my running clothes. And... I sleep in pajamas. You okay, sometimes you sleep in your running clothes. Yeah, only in the winter. Okay, and you got to get up early when you want to do your runs. Uh, I went for a quick two-mile run. And when I got back, I had... Uh, delicious breakfast. You think I only ran two miles and didn't do another workout? Sometimes you only do two miles. Then I did a little bit of yoga in my bedroom. No, I have a little gym next uh, to me now. Namaste. Well, that's new. That's true. I didn't have a gym before. Okay, you're right. Go on. Sorry. Then I had some breakfast. It was totally vegan. Uh, minus some eggs. Don't tell anyone. And then <laughs> I pulled up my laptop and talked to Amina and talked to my other GDT employees and we got some work done in the morning and then I worked all day, work, work, work. Then I got off work and I thought about going to yoga and some days I did and some days I didn't. Today was one of the days I did go. So I popped in my Birkenstocks and trotted on down to the yoga studio, did an hour and a half of yoga and then I went home and cooked up some vegetables for dinner, uh, even though my parents invited me into dinner. And then I watched some Queer Eye, and then I wrote a little bit, and then I cuddled with my favorite man, Bean, again. And then we went off to bed. Oh, I kind of wish that's that was my day. day that is your day. That pretty much is my day, and a lot of days I have like that. However, today went more like... I woke up, so I started good. I ran two miles because it's like my day off. And then I did some strength training in the gym. Then I cleaned house a little bit, got right to work, did all that work stuff. I went for like a lunch break walk. Then I did not go to yoga because I was super lazy. Went grocery shopping, got bread and fake cheese and a, a delicious pulled jackfruit sandwich and then some more bread and cheese. And watched Queer Eye for like four hours. And I haven't done any writing today. And no reading either. So like not the most motivated day. But tomorrow I'm going to wake up, run, go to an hour and a half of yoga, write, read, do like three hours of work. Then take a walk in the canyon and then work on stuff with you. That's 
So that's the nice of the canyon right there. I know it is really nice. Do you want to hear Matthew's day? Yeah. Hi, my name's Matt. I mean Matthew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my name's Matthew. Uh, this morning I eek slept past my alarm again. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to get up at 6.40. Eek, I pressed snooze three times and slept till 7.20. Then I popped right out of bed, rushed my head under the shower, made a smoothie, grabbed a banana, uh, and a English muffin with peanut butter, and I ran to work. Then I thought, oh, shootsies, I need a coffee. And I took a little coffee break. Then I got back and realized, oh, dang it, I don't have lunch prepared. So I went out to lunch and ate some sort of meaty sandwich. Then I worked really, really late because my job is super, super demanding. And then I got home, made some rice and veggies because hashtag balance. And then I did some photo editing. And then I called Micah. That sounds about right. What did I get? Pretty spot yeah. on. Yeah, I went for a run today. No actually. way. Yeah, check your Strava. Oh, I don't use Strava anymore. Well, check it anyway. She's still on the app, I'm sure. That's true. I'll check it. Five miles, 902 pace. No way. So, pretty decent. Yeah, it felt bad. Really bad. No, really bad. It felt bad? It was fun, though. I was scrolling through all my old runs after I got over with. Oh, you did really good. It yeah, it was, it was nice and long. The f- football game was going on. So it's kind of cool. There's a lot of people out and about. You got 823 calories doing that? It's wild, right? Yeah. You know when I run five miles, I get maybe 400 calories? Yeah. You know how annoying that is? Benefits of being a, a man. Yeah, it's like the whole benefit of being a guy. That's annoying. I want to look at your past runs. Yeah. It was fun. I haven't posted, You're in there a lot. Yeah. I haven't posted a run since long time so it looks like i haven't hardly run this year because it says like this year 431 miles it's pretty sad yeah they should have a way to throw in all your other runs they do have something on your like i downloaded the strava app to my apple watch and i can like press it and i feel like uh no it wants me to like set it up on my watch or something dumb it's just easier to use the apple like go for a run little feature oh yeah well then try to download a separate app onto it yeah and then rather than going to find that app and like press on it yeah sounds like a nightmare yeah it was good it was like i just always do that i always start out running too fast or like too long i already know i'm gonna be kind of sore tomorrow but you gotta just jump right in there and keep after it that's what i think too you be gaining weight in this ldr yeah as I just talked about, like, me eating bread and cheese. Fake cheese. That's fine, though. After, like, three workouts. Uh, no, I just tried to get to my calories today. Oh, it was kind of funny. Right before this, I was sitting here watching Queer Eye, you know? And mm-hmm. I took a sip of water. And I, like, never do this. But it's because I was leaning back at, like, a 45-degree angle. I almost choked <laughs> and died on my water. And I thought, this is how it's oh, going to no. end alone. In my apartment, <laughs> choking on water, but I'm about to drink some water. That's why I mentioned it. That's crazy. Bean would check on you. He would like look at you, smell you, and then just start scratching the heck out of the chair. Oh, well, 
He's not in this bedding is like pretty that's the other thing you got wrong. So this bedding's pretty nice and I'm waiting to switch it out with some not as nice bedding. And so Bean hasn't been sleeping with me. Why? Oh, you wanna swap it out just so Bean doesn't ruin it? Yeah. Oh wow. I think you just gotta train him a little bit rather than sacrifice your comforts. You say this every time. Bean's untrainable. We've talked about He's it. He's not untrainable. Every animal with a brain is trainable. And Bean's got one of the best in the business. Matthew, I'm telling you right now. Bean is his own special animal <laughs> and he's a cat. Most people can't train a cat. And two, Bean's an untrainable cat. I'm not telling you to train him to like run through hoops. I'm just saying you can train him to not scratch things. I let him in last night. I've been doing really good about watching him and telling him like stop it and hitting him when he does bad scratchy things and I let him in because he was meowing outside my door and I also just wanted to cuddle with him and you know what the first thing he does is smile at you and meow jumps into bed jumps onto the headboard and starts scratching it (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's our bean. I couldn't do it. So then I had to throw him out, out into the outside cold world without me. Sad. You put him out into the the outside outside or like into a foyer? No, no. Into the foyer. Oh, good. God, I wouldn't send bean outside. (laughs) I know. Get eat by coyotes. Animal. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. He could, he could be a guard cat like Duke. You know, it's funny because other people's perceptions of Bean, like I know Bean and the cuddly little like thing he is, but my dad came in today and was like sitting next to me and I was like cradling Bean in his little baby position <laughs> and showing dad and like petting his belly. And dad was like, oh, he doesn't look very happy right now. Like I don't want to pet him and he scratches me. And I was like, Bean would never scratch no, he would someone. never scratch. Yeah, like I was like, no, he's not going to attack you. I was like, you can, I was trying to explain to him, you can literally grab Bean any which way and like hold him like a little piece of Play-Doh. Like he's such a little malleable little Pillsbury Doughboy and he won't get mad. Like that's his superpower is that like if a five-year-old came up and like grabbed him and like wrestled him, Bean would just be like, "Ah." (laughs) Where's he at now? Outside? He's out in the foyer well the dining room yeah bean really knows himself he'd be great in an ldr yeah he would well him and bambi the cat outsider kind of in an ldr because bambi's (laughs) outside the window he's inside the window they've seen each other in person have him take this quiz i don't know if he's gonna pass well they've only been in a relationship for like one day they haven't really met in person what was that you have oh i don't know I don't know. That was my iPad. Um, yeah. Your internet's working good. That's exciting. I got new internet. Yeah, that's really cool. We're both on warning, but I'm sure that's fine. I got a little um, uh, T-Mobile um, tablet. Hotspot, right? Yeah. Tablet that's hotspot. Cool. Oh, it's a tablet too? It's a tablet. That like you can use the tablet? Yeah, but I just use it as a hotspot. That's cool. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, it's like a free tablet. That's why I got it. And it's just $10 a month. 
which is That's way crazy. cheaper than like buying Wi-Fi. Than internet. Yeah, maybe I'll just do that too. Man, yeah. T-Mobile pulls out all the stops. Yeah, that's a promotion they have going on right now is this free tablet, basically. So the tablet is generating the internet or is there a separate device? Yeah, the tablet's my hotspot and it works really well. It's what my dad uses and my mom. Now I have one. That's so cool. Hello. Yeah, it's only 10 bucks. Wow. Speaking of... get into the family plan. <laughs> Speaking of hard-hitting uh, world news... Did you hear the latest news? About the teenage girl? No. I think it's been, oh, like, no. really, really serious. Uh, Robert Mugabe died. Oh, who's that? He was the prime minister of Zimbabwe for the last 40 years. Huh. He's in his 90s. His wife's still around, though, somehow. She's, like, 96. What's your news? So Nicki Minaj retired from music today. Did you hear this? Oh, you know, I was watching CBS News this morning and they were like, Nicki Minaj makes an announcement that's eerily something something to one of her first songs. But I had to leave before I could hear, like, you know, how that goes. Huh. So I, I missed it. But that's crazy. She's retiring from music. Huh? I don't know any to of do what? her songs to have babies so, with her um, sex offender boyfriend. Oh, she wants to have babies instead? Okay. Yeah. Well, good for her. She kind of fallen off, in my opinion, anyways. So yeah, me too. Jeezy, Jeezy retired too, so it's just a tough year for who, you know, Jeezy. G Easy. Jeezy, Jeezy, oh. just Jeezy. Young, young Jeezy. Now he's just Jeezy. Yeah, he retired. Put out his last album like a month ago. So huh. times are tough. Did she release any new music? Is like going out, or she just no? She just called she it just quit? put a tweet out there. Interesting. Well, Cardi B kind of took her money too, so. That's what I was thinking, yeah. That was kind of the only news for the day. Kevin Hart got in that, like... Car accident, broke his spine in three places, which is... I told you, like, I don't know, my brother broke his neck, and, like, I guess that's neck versus spine, but your spine goes all the way up to your, like... Yeah, I feel like you're talking semantics at that point. Yeah, okay, so he broke his neck in five places. It's like, you can basically be paralyzed for life, so I'm wondering what, like, specific three bones he broke but yeah they said he's walking around and stuff it wasn't that big of a deal like it's bad obviously but i'm sure he's got the best care too they do that thing now where they they freeze the area that's hurt really quickly to stop it from getting worse just off the body's natural healing process because part of that is it develops that scar tissue and that's what causes people to be permanently paralyzed and you can't break through that so they do that treatment and then uh it's pretty expensive but that's what they do for like nfl players and i'm sure kevin hart got in that game too so I'm sure it'll be okay. Stand up special coming out pretty soon, I'm sure. Yeah. That's good. Aww, he could use a little positive yeah. press. I feel like he's been through the ringer lately. And you think positive press is breaking your Yeah, people feel sorry for you. Fine. It helps out. It's negative, but it could be flipped to a positive pretty easily. Yeah. Yes, that's true. You know, the whole thing, like he divorced his pregnant wife, cheated and divorced his pregnant wife, and then he... They didn't divorce. He just cheated on no, her. No, he's got a new wife. Yeah. No way. I no, thought that was the same wife. And then, yeah, they said marriage photos that came out like a little bit ago. I think. Um, and then he got that, those homophobic tweets came up from a couple of years ago and he got canceled from the Oscars. He lost his little ABC show. He's doing a little game show. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never really been a fan really? or anything. I just thought I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And I saw it today. 
Who's that, Kevin Hart? You know, as I keep up with my most reputable <laughs> news sources, Daily Mail. Oh, uh-huh. um, I got invited to, you don't need to send me mail anymore so I can get my library card. Um, I got like a re-reminder of Natalie's wedding or something. And then I'm going to a bridal shower for her before I fly out to Boston. And um, then I just got a text that was like, oh, did you get invited to the other bridal shower? What? And Secret like, bridal no. shower? Yeah, I was like, I just got invited to a brunch. And then they're like, oh, apparently. <laughs> wow. A-list bridal shower as well. That's cool. She sent it to you in the mail? Is that why you're saying I don't need to send you mail? No, I didn't. Yeah, she sent me a mail invite for something else. But I didn't get this second secret bridal shower invite. Oh, you didn't get it. Oh, no. Yeah, Jessica did. Oh, that's too bad. Well, just crash it. What, next weekend? We're all supposed to hang out next weekend. Sad. That's weird. Maybe they don't know you're in town. They do. We literally talked like four days ago. Oh, well, weird. Boo. Maybe it just hasn't come in the mail yet. That's a good idea, yeah. Maybe went to your old address. Maybe they sent him out like a week ago. No, because Natalie asked for my new address. I got the other invite to my new address and this. But maybe she sent that one before, before, you know, before she even asked. Uh, I just got them at the same time. (laughs) I'm debunking this. Maybe I'll just text Natalie. But two bridal showers is, like, too much, if you ask me. Yeah, one's too much, in my opinion, but two is, yeah, that's overkill for sure. You think one bridal shower's too much? Yeah, what's the point? Um, to celebrate you being, like, a bride with all, like, your girlfriends. I guess that's what a bachelorette party's for. So one's a bridal shower, one's a bridal brunch, or is a brunch a separate celebration as well? One's, like, in Walnut Creek at her aunt's house next weekend. It's the one I didn't get the invite to. And then the other one's at a family friend's house to them next weekend in my area. (laughs) Shoot, I'm really sad I'm not invited. I literally texted them, was like, oh, let's hang out next weekend. And everyone was like, okay. And then now they're all going to this bridal shower. Do you think they knew when they said they'd want to hang out? Well, maybe not because the conversation more went me going, guys, let's hang out. And then Natalie going, I'll be in Placerville this weekend for two weeks. And I said, woohoo, I'm free both weekends. And then Jessica saying, I'll be home next weekend, like the 15th. And I said, okay, I'm free. And then Natalie not responding. So maybe she knew like, oh yeah, I have like bridal shower huh i just can't believe they wouldn't invite you seems crazy to me but i don't know you find out who your real friends are when they start getting married yeah that's what they always say it is crazy do you think it says what does you think it says the difference between me and you that my friends are a lot of them are getting married and a lot of your friends aren't uh my friends (laughs) uh my one of my friends wants to get married but he can't i feel like it means that your friends are girls you have girlfriends. Not really. I was just asking in general. That was a bit of an implication, I think, behind that question. What do you think the implication implication was? <laughs> My friends are less <laughs> mature and developed emotionally than your friends. Uh, I think I was more asking about, like, you personally. What do you think that means about, like, you know, maybe it's because of, like, where you grew up or, like, you know, 
It's kind of just an open-ended question. That's probably what it is. Societal issues. Yeah. I would say I've always That really is true, though. I mean, all your friends are just marrying people they knew in high school. That's not true. Who isn't? Um, Meredith. Emily. It's a 50-50 split. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Natalie. Uh, the girl we went to last Haley. summer. So 50-50. Haley. Yes. Yeah. As I've just illustrated. Emily. Met after high school, correct? Barely. Yeah, she was... Not even... Like, she, it was, a, it was like, like... Before she went to college. Okay, so the summer after high school. Yeah, they didn't meet, like... She literally was in a different city when she met him, though. Okay. Jessica will eventually be married, and they met in college. That's what I was going to think of. That's Jessica. Oh, they met in college? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then. So all guess, of my Iowa friends, like 15 people, all met in college. That's true. No one for the purpose of getting married, but yeah. No. So hard to get married when your no high school is three of... people and four of them are your relatives, but yeah, I can see that. You gotta meet people in college. No one for the purpose of building a life together, but, you know, teach their own. You're like, that's definitely like the spin your bias like would put on it for sure. That's what you said. You said it's the number one place to get to meet your significant other. No, it was the number six place if you Googled it. <laughs> okay. I think anywhere in the top ten is pretty impressive. Yeah. What else you got, baby? Anything pressing? Um, you know the... Well, no, not really. What do you mean? I just wanted to chat with you. I was going to just read you another news article. But... Okay, let's hear. That was just about how Mac Miller's drug dealer got arrested really yeah related to the death or just a separate oh really for what overdosing you know i honestly have only read that headline a couple times and i've never read the article i think that's crazy there's another related celebrity death well sort of celebrity there's this pitcher in baseball his name's uh tyler skaggs pitcher Uh for the angels and he overdosed he died he just like woke up the teammates want to go check on his hotel room get him up and he was he was dead right and overdosed on on opioids and it was like that zephanol or whatever that one that's like you know like a couple grams can kill an elephant or whatever it's like super potent where did we see and that that was on patriot act okay cool they're talking about it same thing so like his parents are now like trying to sue major league baseball and trying to sue like the guy that gave him the drugs, like trying to get the guy that gave him the drugs in trouble too. Seems to me like you're just kind of assigning blame. Like, yeah, it's not good to be a drug dealer, but ultimately that person overdoses is not really your fault, you know? I don't think, but I don't know. It's just risky business doing opioids like that. It's like going to end up biting some people in the butt. Yeah, I don't think it's, I mean, it's kind of everyone's fault and no one's fault. Right. I just think there's enough to make like a civil suit out of it. You know, you can't like sue Major League Baseball for not testing this guy enough to prevent an overdose, you know? Same oh, they're suing like Major League Baseball. That, yeah, that was part of the suit. Major League Baseball plus the guy that gave him the drugs. And the Angels organization for not preventing your drug dealers from hanging out with their son. Which I guess you're just angry. You try to assign blame to places, but that seems a little misguided. 
in my opinion. Yeah. Not they're to just looking for closure. Exactly. Yeah, and and they're just upset. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Your son makes is a major league yeah. baseball player. He has to play for the Angels. Oof, that's rough. Rough, rough, rough. Can you imagine? Oh, I can. I can imagine. It's tough. It's like, could life get any harder? <laughs> um, a other baseball news is kind of fun. So there's this guy, Colin Moran, right? He plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And uh-huh. he's like 26 or 27 right now. He's been in the league for like five or six years. He started getting came in the league pretty young. He's been always been pretty good. Um, and his brother, Brian Moran, just made it to the majors last night. Or I guess it was two nights ago now. And he's 30, so it took him, like, a little longer to get there. But he, his brother's a pitcher, and he's a hitter, you know? And yeah. he's they played each other, and his first game ever was, the, like, he was pitching, and the guy was hitting, and he struck out his younger brother. But it was, like, the first time in Major League Baseball that a brother had made his debut against another brother, which is kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. Especially because, like, he's the older brother, you know, too. So, like, he's watching his younger brother make it first, and then... He finally makes it up himself. That was kind of cool. Oofty, that'd be annoying. Sort of. I mean, they're both pretty well off. It wasn't like they were like, oh, struggling to get through. But yeah, I mean, you got to take your licks. You know, make it up there as long as you can. It's harder for pitchers too. But it was cool. It was a fun story. I was like those little stories of baseball. It's crazy just that like this game's around for that long. You know, it's 130 years of documented history and there's still like new things that happen occasionally. Yeah, it's like the oldest sport in America, right? Yeah, especially to have like a consistent league, you know? that's been ongoing and like there's everything else it'd be like some guy hits like seven hits in a game and all of them are triples and to be like this is the first time it's happened since 1903 like there's always somebody that's done it first it seems like every little crazy yeah. stat they have but this is like every now and then you'll find you know some new thing that happened that's kind of cool yeah america's favorite pastime is that football or baseball it's baseball for now it's dropping in attendance like crazy though there but it's growing everywhere else so the the word on the street is like Either Major League Baseball is going to start, they're going to really start like, advertising and promoting the league overseas, you know, trying to get new viewers. But it's growing in Australia, it's growing in Africa, it's growing in South America, it's already been huge. Japan, it's already huge. Uh, so in Korea, it's getting bigger. So that's kind of cool. Like it's, like it's always just kind of the butt of the jokes around here. Like NFL's so big, hockey's growing, soccer's getting bigger, baseball's just dying. The average age in America of a fan is like 55 or 60 years old. Huh. But other places, it's still growing strong, so. I feel like each sport goes, like, it's through, it's, like, time the light. Like, in the, like, 90s, uh-huh. it was definitely basketball, in my opinion. And then now, for some reason, like, I feel like even through the 2000s, it was basketball. And the 2010s has really been the decade for football. And so maybe Huge, baseball yeah. will have, like, a revamp as well. Yeah, and if you go back farther, like, basketball in the 70s was on tape delay. They didn't even show live games. So it was really in, like, the down down in the dumps. And then, yeah, it had a huge resurgence in the 90s. And, and basketball is getting bigger still now. It's it's gotten huge, even in the 2010s. But, yeah, football is definitely the biggest. But football started to decline a little bit, too. They've had attendance drops the last two years, viewership drops, just from all the concussion issues and, you know. Yeah. People just not really supporting a violent sport like that. And soccer's growing. I mean, soccer takes people's attention away. Just so many sports on, too. Yeah, Part I agree. Cricket ever growing. Cricket getting huge. You got a billion people there, built in fans. It's yeah. bound to take over. <laughs> that was fun when I was in Australia, like watching cricket every morning because the India versus like Australia match was on. Or oh, something. yeah. Big one. Yeah, it's pretty Joe Root and B Rock Coley. It's huge. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be a match if I go over there. Oh, you know what I found out today? Huh? 
uh, Yana, Yana applied to go to India too. And they're only taking like one CS person. Oh. So I was like, that's not, but then I was talking to Joey and then the boys, you know, about it over some, uh, pitas and they were like, yeah, like they could send her. She's definitely going to be like an asset, you know, but they have so much invested in her. She does so much for the team here that it'd be hard to like lose that asset over to India for half the day, you know, cause you're supposed to do like 50, 50 work. Mm. Like they need Yana hundred percent over here. Which I was like, yeah, that's actually a good point. Like, I feel like they, that's something they would think about too, that, you know, Seems they can't, they can't really afford to... one person. That's what they say. I mean, they, they said like, ideally it'd be like one person from each area of operations, but uh, we'll see. They said they might, they might change that too. Cause it depends on how they hire. If they hire a lot more CS people then they'd want to send obviously like two CS people. I just want to know, you know, it's been so long. I know. We all want to know. That'd be fun going to India. Yeah, they had a match on in October. I saw they were, they were playing a test match against New Zealand, I think. And then they were away for a weekend uh, in November. And then they were back home in December. So it'd be fun to catch a match. Those stadiums are crazy over there. It's huge. Hmm. Yeah, all I remember is from watching it on TV is that the stadium was mostly empty. There was not very many fans. Really? Well, it's a long game. It goes all day long and then all weekend. Yeah. Really. Can't expect people to be there all the time. It was just like pretty low energy stadium, but the players were high energy. <laughs> so Yeah. So what's your goal for the next week? Well, I'm gonna be super busy at work. They did a little user conference, so it's gonna be pretty busy. Goals just to get through that, um, mainly. Oh. Like solid goals, I guess. What kind of goals do you have? How do you think week two of distance is going to go? Well, first week went okay. I think we kept in good contact and we talked a lot and I missed you a lot. I think we just got to keep that up. (laughs) I think we just can't, we can't get out of a routine. You know, we got to talk every day. Yeah. At least as long as we're like, you know, outside extenuating circumstances. But, you know, once we lose that, like once we become comfortable to like not talk, then, you know, things will take a downward spiral. Yeah, that's probably true. I think we just got to work on it, like anything else. Are you gonna go to? I want to keep running again. I got, I got, I got to stick with running too. I got to keep after it. I got to just do it, like you did for a while. Like just make it a routine. Like oh yeah, every day I just do my my miles. You know, it just is like the best way for me to stay fit and like healthy. Yeah, it is nice. You should do a run minimum two miles. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It was nice today. It felt good, but it always does. Like my first day back always feels so good, and then like day four or five, you start to feel it. But just gotta push through it. I've done it enough times, started and quitted. So I just gotta know that get through those first couple days that get tough and. Before you know it, you're at day 60 and Mike is coming to visit. Yeah. You think it's 60 days away? No, but that's the bet you made. Oh, 120 days of running. Minimum two miles. Well, 60. If I run 60 days, you come visit me. You think? I'm already coming to visit you, though. So just bada bing, bada boom. It's already happening. Twice. Okay. Okay. But then you get to come again. Again? Other than those two times? No rule against a third time. Yeah, third time. Well, and you only have to visit me once. That's a three to one ratio. Yeah. Feels like I'm working three times as hard. Okay. Well, two two are literally for work, so it's really a one to one ratio. For work that I'm paying for, so like, eh, pretty debatable. <laughs> Why don't you come visit me for like the Mandarin Festival and Thanksgiving? Okay. 
If not in India, yeah. It's the Mandarin Festival's the 22nd, November. That'd be fun. Your parents would let me come to Thanksgiving? I'm sure, yeah. Did it sound very convincing? Yeah, I'm sure me and my sister would sleep in here. And that I don't think Stephen's going to be on a boat. Uh, David won't be here. So it would just be John's. There'd be like an extra bedroom. That'd be pretty fun. Okay. That would be fun if you could work out the details. I don't need to work out the details. Ask your mom. That's you just need to figure out if you're going to India or not. So. Okay. Yeah. If I'm not going to India, then you need to ask your mom. Yeah, of course. On it. Blue bonnet. <laughs> okay. One last thing. Two last things. Here's some. Here's one long distance fun fact. Fun facts. Fun facts. Long distance can improve communication. Distance can distance can make couples more intimate to each other. A study in 2013 concluded in a long distance relationship, couples share more about themselves through different platforms of communication. Oh, lots of yawns. Um, such as text message, chats, video calls, phone calls. As a result, you feel more comfortable and at ease in communicating with your partner. Furthermore, distance can help them express their deepest feelings towards their significant other without the fear of being judged or respected. This is going to... Without the fear of being respected or disrespected? Fear of being judged or respected. So I think it might be a typo. Okay. I'm not sure. This is going to sound really dumb. SMS, when they say that to mean text message, what does that stand for? I don't know. Like something messaging service, I think. I don't know. I feel like it's the craziest acronym. I've always thought that. Like T-Mobile, when I first got it, it would always like, it never used text. It always like, you've got a new SMS message or whatever. It's like, nobody calls it that. This isn't like 1984. I've never heard of an SMS. But it's something messaging service. Yeah, interesting. It's the silliest thing. I feel like it came and went. It was only big when like texting first evolved, you know, on, on phones. But anyways, did they use it in the article, SMS messaging? Yeah, I just read text message instead since I don't like using the SMS. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come um, on. Are we Europeans? Okay, that was our fun fact for the night. The last thing I'll do for the night is check our inbox, which... I know we're not going to have anything, but I'm doing it for show. Oh, no messages. That's all. All right. You know what that means. Write in with your advice. Help us get through this. Or your questions. Or your own experience. Longdistancetherapypodcast at gmail.com. That's L-O-N-G-D-I-S-T-A-N-C-E-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at g-m-a-i-l.com i don't think you even spelled that right <laughs> yeah i did long distance therapy i know my spelling thanks for listening don't forget to write in long distance therapy podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions concerns or you want to hear anything from us but for now we're just happy checking in with one another every week and making sure we're doing okay hope this is helping you through your long distance relationship too. Bye love. Bye.